Hey, thanks for joining us here on The House Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you want to learn more about The House, check out our website at welcometothehouse.com or download The House app. Do y'all ever wake up with a song in your head? Just real, for real. Like, do you, some of you are like, no. I wake up with a to-do list. Okay, I understand you. Some of you wake up thinking about the weather. Uh, some of you wake up thinking about, uh, you know, different things that, that, that you're thinking about. But for me, I wake up with a song. And most days, the song is Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> that, most of the days, that's my song. Rising up! And I'm like getting up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's in my head. But lately, come on, since we've been talking about brighter days, I've been, I've been thinking about this song. Go ahead, go ahead and play this song a little bit. And, 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 come on, turn it up a little bit. Come on. Come on. It's just kind of like a, a little, y'all, 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 y'all I, I know some of you, your religiousness is going crazy right now. But come on, do y'all, y'all remember this song? It's just, anybody have a moment where they listen to this song for the first time? Y'all, okay, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Now, in my mind, I pictured us being a whole lot more fun than that. So I don't know if you decided to uh, be grandma today, uh, but, but come on, uh, shake your Mimi off, and, and let's, let's go ahead. All right, we, can we back this up for five seconds? Come on, because I, I really do feel like this is, because if you were at home and you heard this song, well, come on, you would be, well, don't do what you would do at home. But, uh, but, but there would be a little bit of, you know? all right, come play this a little bit. Turn it up a little bit. Come on, turn it up. Come on. That, that, uh, 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 uh. There would be a little bit of that. Like, like don't be crazy. Don't be too crazy. All right, turn it off. This is church. Y'all crazy. Let the devil in. All right, listen. But I just feel like there's just a little bit of uh, uh, fun that comes. And so you, you all have a song. Come on, maybe yours a little, uh, life is a highway, whatever your, whatever your jam is that, that you were, come on, it identifies a time, a season, a mood, a moment, and that song just kind of brings the fun. Uh, some of you have, uh, you're screamo people, and uh, I mean, it's just like, that's your song. Like, just like, I'm so jazzed right now. Uh, that's not me. Um, I want to be a, a fun church, and obviously, uh, I, I think it's it, it's great that that we have these songs. But but we all have lived enough life to know that life is full of up and downs. It's full of up and downs, and all of us uh, have unspoken triggers that can supercharge our emotions. Those emotional swings, come on, we can swing faster than the score at a basketball game. I mean, we, I mean we, we can go from zero to 60 in five seconds. Everything was good. One conversation, one text, one moment, one thought, and all of a sudden, it's like Incredible Hulk. You know what I mean? It's like you went from docile, sweet, kind to like rage, monster, machine. One comment, one golf game, one phone call from a teacher. One staff meeting, one bad performance review, one moment, and all of a sudden, the wheels have fallen off this thing, and we're going down. Come on, somebody. Due to our ever-changing emotions, it's vital for us not to get weighed down. Weighed down. We got to stay light, and we got to stay bright. 
or churches will not be full. We will not be ministers of the gospel. And it, come on, it will be the mean gospel or the ugly gospel, but it won't be something that is actually relevant to our lives where we show people we can go through hard stuff, but hard stuff doesn't always have to go through us. Come on, does this make sense? As we talk today, uh, we're talking about this series called Brighter Days. And, and, and I was going to give you three ways to keep your days bright. Three ways to keep your days bright. And then we're going to dissect it and get into it. The first one that we talked about uh, last week, and I'm not going to re-preach this, but we wanted to talk about understand that God will never leave you and forsake you. That God will never leave you or forsake you. And we walk through that uh, scripture verse and we unpack that. So I would encourage you to go back again and get that. But the second is this. And so here's the second one for today is that we want you to see today as an opportunity. See today as an opportunity. Come on, one of the ways that I feel like your day will get brighter is if you see today, come on, as an opportunity. Luke chapter 21, turn there. Luke chapter 21 Verse 35, 2135, and they're going to put it up here on the screen. I would, I would encourage you to have a Bible and, and, and bring your Bible. But Luke 2134 says this, watch yourself. Everybody say, watch yourself. Watch yourself. Well, I, in, in, in the Greek, that means watch yourself. Okay? It does not say watch others. Stop. It says, watch you. Watch yourself. Your, come on. Watch yourself. Lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the cares of this life. That, that the day would come upon you suddenly like a trap. Jesus is talking, and here is this idea. This idea that he begins to warn us that there are three things that can weigh us down. First of all, dissipation. What does that mean? Self-indulgence. What is that? Pride. Self-indulgent. I'm going to do whatever makes me feel good. Well, you understand that that sounds great when you're selling a Big Mac. That sounds great when it's a Diet Coke commercial. Do you? But the truth of the matter is, very quickly we can get into self-indulgent and we move into things that we think will help us cope, things that will make us happy, things that will bring us some sort of stability. And the Bible says that that moves into pride because there is nothing that can keep your soul stable. There is nothing. You can try this. You can try that. You can try anything you want. But after a while, it will get old. It will get outdated. Come on, and it'll be like a Christmas present when you were seven. Ooh, ah, and then you can't find it. Come on, does that make sense? There will always be another thing, and your happiness will be held because I need to do something that makes me. Come on, somebody. The second thing is drunkenness. What, what, is, it, what is this talking about? Really, it's talking about the idea of addiction. Idea of addiction. And, and here's what Jesus said. You will always be weighed down if you become attacked, to, attacked and, and, and attached to addiction because it will bring shame. 
It's very hard to live a bright day if you're full of shame. It's very hard to come on. It's very hard to be up and be excited and be like, well, what's up? It's the best day when you've just blown it. You knew that you blew. Come on, does that make sense? And we're not talking about like an uh-oh. We're talking about a continual cycle that's moving you into shame. And I believe the enemy tries to set us up so that we can't live that bright life that God intends for us. Does that make sense? The third thing that he, he, Jesus begins to unpack for us is the cares of this life. What is that? Worry. Come on, we worry. We worry about everything. Uh, uh, just thoughts. Come on, come on. Look at that. Look at me. Help me cope. Help me forget. Who said what? Who did what? Where did they go? Who hurt us? What? And before you know it, we have all of these thoughts, and we are Mary was had a moment with Jesus. Mary and Martha, it's the story of these two ladies, and they had Jesus in their home, and, and they, they were actually fixing a meal for Jesus, and Mary was so frustrated. I mean, Martha was so frustrated because Mary was in there with Jesus. And, and listen, listen, Mary comes in there huffing and puffing. Do you know all that I've done to fix my Lord some food? And Jesus is like, Mary, Mary, you're worried about so many things. Martha, somebody, <laughs> Eminem, <laughs> I have read the story before. All right, Martha, you're worried about so many things. And, and if we had a moment where we could do a one-on-one -on -one with Jesus, would he be like, Ben, Luther? I get it. I'm not down on you because you're worrying. I'm just saying that if, if you'll let that go, your attention is on what might happen and what could happen and the what ifs instead of on me. Come on, does this make sense? There was a movie that was uh, came out a couple years ago, four or five years ago, and it was actually a book, and uh, many of your kids probably saw it. It was Alexander's Terrible, Horrible, come on, help me, No Good, Very Bad. You saw it. Okay, you read it. Good, you're readers. Um, the idea was this boy and his family just had an epic fell of a day. It was just a terrible, terrible day. And come on, has anybody had one of those days? Come on, anybody had one of those days recently? As your pastor, I want to encourage you this morning that you have a choice. Watch yourself. That's what Jesus said. Watch yourself. Today is an opportunity. While it is true that we cannot stop hard days from happening, some will see hard days as an opportunity, and others will only focus on its negativity. When it gets hard... You run to someone. You run to the Lord. You, you have an outlet. You are not, come on, alone. Every day that you're alive is an opportunity. An opportunity to show love. An opportunity to take your thoughts captive. An opportunity to help people. An opportunity, come on, to be generous. An opportunity to overcome adversity. When life gets heavy, and, and for all of us, 
There are four major reasons life gets heavy. When we have been challenged in our ambitions, when we have been challenged in our finances, when we've been challenged on how we measure up, or we've been challenged in our relationships, life is immediately going to get heavy. Is this right? Okay. Okay. Jesus understood this. And I want to spend the rest of our time in this passage because I think we're going to break down some things that you will begin to see life as an opportunity. And every day you have an opportunity because the Bible says choose this day, come on, who you're going to serve. Is this right? Everybody turn to 1 Thessalonians 5. You got your Bible. 1 Thessalonians 5. And we're going to read a few scripture verses there, 14 through 22. The Apostle Paul fully understood what we're talking about. In his letter to the church in Thessalonica, he wanted to, he wrote this letter to instruct the new believers on how to thrive in their faith. And he was talking about there is an opportunity for you to be overcome by immaturity, to be overcome by hurt to be overcome by what you don't know, or there's an opportunity for you, come on, to grow, to, to thrive, and to live a brighter day. And, and I'm going to take these concepts and kind of put it in our own language for us today, but let's start off. And I'm going to, I'm, 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 for those of you who like to read everything in its um, completeness, I'm going to frustrate you. So this is a pre-frustration announcement. I, I'm going to stop a little bit as we read this. Okay, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 14. We urge you, brothers. Okay, stop. <laughs> we urge you, what does it say? Okay, is it up here? Because some of you are like, I don't know the answer. Okay, all right. <laughs> we urge you, what? Brothers. Come on, can we get some old school church? Y'all ever go to, y'all remember going to church where everybody was a brother and sister? Come on, brother, sister, you know, just, this is Deacon, this is brother, brother Jim, this is brother, you know, and listen, I know it's a little weird, I, I get that, but the truth of the matter is, I feel like because our society values production over people, we, even in the church, have been um, uh, uh, shifted, infiltrated, that we, we think this thought, and now... It's almost like we have forgotten that we are part of a family of God. And come on, how you doing, brother? How you doing, sister? What's up? How you doing, family? Come on. And listen, I get it. Sometimes there is this idea that when I come to church, it should only be positivity. But you family. Anybody ever had a brother or sister? Huh. I got four kids. Can I tell you what the brother and sister sometimes do? <laughs> it gets real over some Cheetos up in my house. Come on, somebody. It gets real. Listen, we're about to go there over the last sip of root beer. I'm not playing with you. But there is this idea, listen, that we are in a covenant relationship, and even though we will disagree, and even though we will be frustrated, come on, does that make sense? Once you're in covenant, you lean in. You don't leave. Stop. You lean in, you don't leave. You, you, don't, you don't get hurt, you heal. 
there is this idea. Listen, I'm excited. You should be too. Because we have a systemic brokenness in our culture where if you don't appease my feelings, I'm going to quit church. I'm going to quit my marriage. I'm going to quit on my boss. I'm going to quit. On, and I'm just one moment away from telling you to take this and shove one And people can be like, well, you know, I agree, but I don't agree. I agree, I don't agree. All I'm asking you is as a society, are we more fragmented and broken and hurt, or do you feel more unity? (laughs) Stop. There is this idea that covenant is old school. What you need to understand is this. We are establishing kingdom connections, and you are part of a family. And it is a bright day that even when I go through the worst day of my life, I got fired, I got canned, so we're having a real hard moment. I am part of a family. There is a big church, and I am, am partnered with people over in Indonesia and Africa and all across the world. We have all unified under this idea that Jesus Christ, Come on, somebody, is Lord. You are not alone. But then there's this local church, little c, that's a part of this body. And I believe that God has something for this body, an assignment for this body. And I'm not in competition with Grace Hills. I love Brandon. I'm not in competition with Soko. I love Brad. I'm not in competition with any pa- first, second, third, fourth Baptist. I don't care. I'm not missionary, no mission. I'm not in competition. I want the kingdom of God to thrive. And the reality is if revival hit Northwest Arkansas, we don't have enough churches. So you may have left the church to come here. We did too. I'm not mad about that. But don't come here and tear somebody down. Because I ain't going to let you talk about my brother. And I ain't going to let you talk about my sister. And the fact is they may have hurt. But if you'll always talk to someone else about your hurt, come on. Go to them. Sit down with them. See if restitution can be made. You can still leave. You can still transition. That's okay. But if you're harboring something for a long, 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 long time, how do you know if you healed? How do you know? It's the Walmart test. Y'all know about the Walmart test, right? Come on, you see them at Walmart? And you get back in your car. <laughs> you hadn't healed. You see him at Walmart. And uh, you see him walk down the aisle. And you go down the other aisle. You started. You see him at Walmart. They look at you. You look at them. And you're like, <laughs> you're closer. <laughs> you see him at Walmart. They say hi. You say hi. And you're like, How are you? Everything goes, you healed. God has done something in your life. And the truth of the matter is, the church has got to stop divorcing all of the people that are fleshly and working on who God has them to be. Come on, help me. 
listen, listen. Today, you're part of a family. You're part of a family. You coordinators and coaches and leaders that are helping us. We want people scheduled. We want people here. Man, listen, we, we want you to do this. Th- we want you to connect and hit that little thing on Planning Center and come. Why? Why? Well, that church just trying to use people. Here's the thing. You know there are two perspectives to everything, right? That is one perspective. The other perspective is that we have a vision for the city. And someone is going to be available to love, minister, and greet someone who just came through one of the most horrible moments of their life. Some people will say yes. And here's the thing. There's no pressure. We've had people sit for three or four or five months because they had to heal. I'm okay with that. But here's the thing. There is no place in God's kingdom for sinners. You heal, heal. Wait, wait. But there's a calling. Come on, somebody. On your life, and this leads me to my second point. We're talking about seeing today as an opportunity. Let's read this next verse. Come on. That was a lot out of brothers, right? Come on. Come on. Come on. We went deep on about three words. We're going to start doing line by line. No, listen. Come on. Look at someone and say, you're my brother. Or you're my sister. I mean, obviously, I should have thought that through. Sorry. Look at this. Look at this. Okay. Admonish the idle. Encourage the faint-hearted. Help the weak. Be patient with all of them. See that no one repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to everyone and to one another. Always seek to do good. Always seek to do good. Always seek to do good. It is good. Always seek to do good. There is this idea that brighter days will happen if you know that you are a part of a family. But secondly, you have a purpose, and we've got to live with a purpose. We've got to live with a purpose, and you are called to do what? This isn't the special people that did the verse-by-verse study. This was written to the church. It was not written to the disciples. It was written to the church in Thessalonica because in Acts, Paul went and they got saved and they started a church and he couldn't get back to them. This is young believers. And so Paul is writing, so here's what I am telling you. Just act like Stephen's not here. Act like the apostle Paul's here. (laughs) Admonish the idol. There are some people that are idle. You're idle. You got potential. You got a mind. You organize. You can do. Th- there is so much in you. And everybody always tells you, oh, there's so much in you. And you're like, <laughs> shut up. You know I mean? But the truth of the matter is, you can't stay idle. You will. Th- an idle mind is the devil's workshop, and you will never be a- live in a brighter day if you're not using what God gave you to you. Come on, somebody. Look at this. Encourage the faint hearted. There's somebody here. On your last breath. I met a lady last week. 
tears in her eyes after church. She hadn't been to church in 28 years. Because of hurt, because of a rejection, she got saved in the second service, then got prayer. Come on, come on, that's good, that's good. some people who are faint-hearted and listen there sometimes you got to come to church and come on you 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 got to be like here's my fork here's my spoon i need to grow i'm i'm, I'm come on I, i'm about to eat some stuff but sometimes you got to come to church to see somebody else listen, we got to get to the church place in church where not everybody's always broken someone's got to encourage somebody there's some people who are faint-hearted there's some people who are thinking about, how am I going to pay my bills? Are we going to stay married? Deep issues. And you are released to speak life into them. Look at this. Look at this. Help the weak. We don't get mad at the weak. I need to talk about this for just a second. If you're having a moment of weakness, we're not like, grow up, get tough. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Lucky I have my Bible here to beat you into shape. <laughs> you're going to have a weak moment. We have weak moments. Now, if it's every day is weak, that's called a lack of discipline. <laughs> but, but the come on, so there's a difference between a weak moment and a weak life. A weak life, you need to know about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> a weak moment is you may need to manage your schedule. You overdid some way too much. You burned out. You had nothing left, and now your anxiety is on overload, and you're mad at the world. Take a nap. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Is this good? Okay. Be patient with all of them. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> with all of them. Everybody say all of them. Be patient with all of them. Not just the ones you like. Not just the ones who are great. Not just the ones that you have a connection with. Not just the ones who send you Christmas presents. Not just the ones that say happy birthday on Facebook. Thank y'all. You know not just, no, no, all of them. All of them. Patience. It's okay. You're growing. God's doing something in your life. We're not mad at you. Keep coming. Keep coming. Come on, have some patience. Well, they should be, they should know. How long do you have to be in church to know that? <laughs> Dear God. Come on, help me. Be patient with all of them. All of them. I don't know where I'm at. Okay, I got it. I'm sorry. Don't repay evil for evil. Stop. Come on, we've had generations where TV shows were on revenge. Come on, if one of your life mottos is, I need to do it to you so you know how it felt. You don't want to repay pain for pain. You want to give love when there's pain so there will be rest. There, there, there will be uh, completeness 
of relationships so that we are mending bridges, not causing fires. Come on, somebody. We, 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 we want God to do a good work, not help me. Is this good? This is Paul talking. I didn't even say this. This is much better than I would have said it. Remove the people that you want to suffer. Your parent, your dad, your mom. Look at me, your ex. Well, you don't know what they did to me. I, I know, and I'm not belittling that pain. You, you need to understand, because I am asking you to let Jesus heal you does not mean that in any way, shape, or form, I am trivializing that moment. But I am telling you that there is way more in front of you than there is behind you. Come on, is this making sense? Many of us, you need to see that today matters. Today matters. And, and, and so many times, I see people, we over-exaggerate yesterday. And we overestimate tomorrow. But we underestimate today. Some people are thinking about and holding what happened five years ago like it happened today. And some people are thinking, well, change and everything will be better tomorrow. And so we put off some disciplines and we put off some structure and we put off some healing and we put off relationships and we put off growth today for what we think will be easier tomorrow. Come on. I got one more for you. You good? You good? Man, y'all can go ahead and come up. Come on. Come on. Live with a purpose. Live with a purpose. I think the last thing is this, and I love this. Let's finish this verse out. 18. Oh, no, 16. Sorry. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks, come on, in all circumstances, in all circumstances, in all circumstances, give thanks in all circumstances, in all circumstances. Listen to this. Y'all just kind of get ready, but don't play yet. Is that okay? Is that cool? I know, I'm messing it up. I messed it up. I'm sorry. Here's this idea that... Today is an opportunity. Come on, rejoice. 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 You remember, come on, we used to sing some songs. Y'all got some worship songs in you. Come on, y'all. I, I remember when I was younger, I'd be singing, I exalt thee. I'd just walk around at night and when I was young, and I would just say, I Come on, come on. That was just a, a moment. I, I remember, come on. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. Come on, help me. From heaven up with dumb power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Some of y'all, and then with the remix version. <laughs> Our God. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I had a rap group, really, I did. I'll tell you about that later. Listen, don't lose your song. Don't, don't, don't 
It says rejoice. That means you have to do it. Re, rejoy, re, rejoy, re again. Rejoice. Don't lose it. You know who else? We're talking about singing and how God, we, we sing a new song to the Lord. Some of y'all need to get your song back. Some of y'all need to get your song back. Zephaniah chapter 3, 17 says this. The Lord your God is in your midst. A mighty one who will save. And he will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you. By, have you ever had so much love you've been quieted? I'm like, babe, try that. <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> let's just do it. Love me so deep, I'm just quiet. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, come, come on. Listen, I'm going to write a song about that. No, I'm sorry, I got, I got to move on. Listen, the Bible says he exalts over you with loud singing. He exalts over you with loud. Tony, come here. Come here, Tony. All right, all right, come here. Let, check. Is this on? Is this on? All right, Tony, here's one. You're, you're just going to sing over me. I'm going to walk. You're going to sing over me. Okay, let's go. All right, hit it. You are an overcomer. <laughs> you are an overcomer. Well, I, kinda, I do kind of feel a little bit better right now. You are my son. I am? Oh, this is great. This is it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, I'm feeling. Come on. Is that it? <laughs> How do I get you a You are my son. Well, come on, what, what, anything else? <laughs> you will have peace in your life. What? You will have love. I've made a way for you. You have? Come on. My burden is light. He sings. What have you been hearing? Because if it has been the enemy, you are missing the greatest song that there is. Y'all give Tony a big hand. Come on. Good job. Go sing over somebody else, man. Here's the thing. I'm so late right now. We got to go. Listen, listen, listen. I got to tie this thing up. The Bible tells us that we have to rejoice. We have to pray without ceasing. Here is what I'm asking you to do this week. When there is a problem, pray. When there is a problem, pray. I'm not asking you when there is a problem, think. I'm asking you when there is a problem, pray. When there is a problem, pray. When there is a problem, pray. Pray for clarity. Pray for favor. Pray for others. Pray for wisdom. Pray for healing. Pray for doors to open. Pray for your pastor. Come on. Pray for your life group. Pray for your boss. Pray for your coworker. Pray. Give thanks. Give thanks. 
Come on, just five seconds. I, I, I'm not trying to be small church, but anybody have something to praise God about? Anybody have something they've did, done in your life? Anybody can testify? Come on, you better give some thanks. 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 Come on, just, just right here. Come on, in this moment. Come on, close your eyes. Come on, just to begin to thank God. Thank God. Thank God. God, thank you for, for saving me. God, thank you for bringing people into my life. Thank you for bringing father figures when I was young in church that taught me how to do some things. Thank you for bringing people along my path. Thank you for that pastor. Thank you for that leader. Come on, thank you. Come on, come on. Begin to open your mouth. Thank you that my pride and my frustrations did not stop the plan that you have for me. Come on, somebody begin to thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. People didn't give up on me. They didn't write me off. Come on, thank God. All right, the last thing is this. This is what Paul says on the last thing. Stay away from evil. Stay away from evil. Stay away from evil. I'm telling you, stay away from evil. Listen, you don't have to go seven blocks to the dirty part of town. You, your evil can be through the internet. Your evil can be, come on, on Hulu or Netflix. All I'm telling you is stay away from, if you want to live brighter days, come on somebody, stay away from evil. Today, I believe new opportunities can start for you. You can't change yesterday and you don't get to control tomorrow. But today, <laughs> you can open your heart and allow Jesus to lift your heaviness and change everything in your life. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message impacted you feel free to let us know on the Contact Us tab of the house website. We hope you have a great week.